Recorded live. And welcome everybody, this is Dave AC, welcome you, you to episode 84, would you believe, 84 of TFM, Talk Talk Forum Members, Talk Talk Forum Members podcast indeed. Yes, we're doing this live, we do it every, the first Monday in every month, but of course this is a new year, happy new year listeners, uh, this is the first of our shows for 2012, and it's going out live now on Monday, the 2nd of January, 2012. And just very briefly, I will mention that next month, next month, the show will be going out on Monday, the 6th of February. But where does it go out? Well, it goes out from this TalkShoe site, and then goes on to the iTunes feed, and a number of other places on the internet. But the actual call, if you want to join in live, is done on TalkShoe. Just put that in Google and look for show ID. And it's easier to put the ID number in, 30776, 30776. And that should bring you to the TalkShoe page of TFM Talk Talk Forum members. And what is it? Well, it's a podcast for those people, mainly in the UK, who connect to the internet via the ISP Talk Talk. The idea of this show is that uh, on Talk Talk, there are in actual fact two main forums. And this is due to a history of uh, uh, Talk Talk uh, buying over other ISPs, uh, such as Tiskali. And there are two forums there, and these are forums not for speech, but for text chat. And the idea is of having this monthly podcast is to give another forum, a audio forum, if you will, for those people to come on live and talk about some of the interesting things that are happening on those two forums. Now, the way it's set up, the two forums are completely separate. But if you are a Talk Talk uh, member, uh, then you can join both. And I just noticed that Jeff, the Seventh Doctor, has dropped in. Hi Jeff, I'm just doing my usual introductory spiel for my uh, Talk Talk Forum members show. You're most welcome to be in and listen, as you know, because you've dropped by before. This is mainly uh, geared and focused towards people in the UK who use the ISP um, Talk Talk. And I'm just going to put some brief um, links in before we get talking. Just to remind people, if you are on Twitter, we do have a Twitter account, and that's Talk Talk with two capital T's and then the letters capital FM. So it's Talk Talk FM, and also there are uh, there is a page on Facebook, and it's such a long, difficult page. The easiest thing to do is to put TFM Talk Talk Forum members into your Facebook search engine. And that will bring you to the uh, Facebook friends page where it's easy to not only 
see reminders about new shows, but you can also actually listen to the recordings later if you don't want to subscribe to 84 back episodes uh, via iTunes. But just in case you do, let me hunt around in my little box of tricks here and let's see if I can come up with the actual URL for subscribing to us on iTunes. It's a rather long URL, but luckily I do have a tiny URL copy of that, and that's the one I'm going to read out now, and that's tinyurl.com forward slash cd, and that's small case, cd8452, and that will bring you to uh, the page which will suggest that you want to subscribe. Let me... um, Unmute it. Jeff, hi Jeff, are you okay just listening or did you want to chat? Oh, I just wanted to say hello Dave and I didn't want you to be all alone, so I thought I'd <laughs> drop in. Well, thank you very much indeed. Uh, happy New Year to you. And a Happy New Year to you as well. Good, good, good. Uh, are you, uh, you, I mean here in the UK, I, you may not know, but uh, I'm sure it's a true in the states because new year's day was a sunday uh today most people are actually off work being a monday and uh i had considered moving this back a week uh but uh i thought well no we'll get we'll get on with it i can always keep it to a brief statement i know people uh are sort of uh had a very busy week or so in their lives hopefully an enjoyable week hopefully um they're not getting stressed and wound up ready for work again, but uh, you never know. So um, have you been into work today, or are you you on the last of your holidays? Yeah, this is the last day of my uh, uh, holiday, and um, I go back in tomorrow, and this is a a holiday for a lot of people here in the United States. The banks are closed. The government, most of the government uh, offices are closed. Libraries are closed. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just enjoying the day, and uh, uh, strangely, my wife is working, and she works for one of the local school districts, and uh, I think they uh, didn't realize when they made the schedule up that today was the official observed holiday, and she's getting holiday pay for today, which is rather nice. <laughs> well, that's good, at least, yes, it's, uh, here in the UK, <laughs> the schools usually go back about the third, so I think they'll probably go back Wednesday here in the UK. Uh, maybe the teachers will go back a day early. What they have is called uh, inset days, or in-service training, um, and usually in the course of an academic year, teachers have um, at least three uh, days, uh, non what they call non-contact days, where they are actually paid, they go into school, and the idea, of course, is it allows the head and uh, the staff members to meet together and uh, go through some policy situations and so on. I maybe even go on a some sort of training course held by the actual education authority. Um, uh, and they, they, they give um, time for, because I mean, often uh, if your wife's a teacher, you probably know that, uh, you know, especially with younger children, you're literally... Uh, with the children all the time and uh, it's only in the secondary schools or uh, junior highs or whatever you call it that you get quite a bit of non-contact preparation time here in the uk 
uh, you don't get a lot. Yeah, I think it's about the same here as well. Uh, my wife's actually a teacher's aide. Uh, she's going to college right now. She's getting her degree uh, to to be a teacher, and uh, she has uh, just until the end of August this year to go for her classes, and then she'll start her student teaching, which uh, she's excited about. Ah, oh, that is absolutely great news. I wish you well. Well, uh, I'll tell you what I do. Thank I'll you. just um, I'll just cover some of the the basic ground that we do on this podcast. And if you have to drop out, just put something in text. But if you're still here when I've gone through that, uh, maybe we can talk a little bit more. Always pleasant to talk with you. Okay, what I do at this point is um, with the absence of actual members uh, from uh, from the uh, forums uh, and by the way i, I think um the the other person from the forums that has been coming on rather regularly fate jake who's one of the actual moder- uh, moderators for one of the forums um he, he, i may have caught him by surprise doing it today he may be actually on holiday and expected me to do this next week so uh jake if you'd intended to come on and uh, you suddenly see this episode appear on the feeds i apologize for that um but uh, we'll go ahead anyway. In fact, there's something I wanted to ask him in particular, but I may mention it at the end. Okay, as I mentioned, just as uh, Jeff came in the room, um, there are two main forums. Now, something that uh, Fake Jake told me about last time, which was interesting to me, is that I'd explain that if you are a Talk Talk customer that had come to the ISP Talk Talk from a particular ISP that had been taken over by them, uh, which was my case in particular, uh, I was with a firm called Tiskly. Um, what happened is that you only seem to have access from the front page to that forum, and the other forum seemed to be inaccessible to me. But apparently, uh, Fake Jake was uh, uh, confirmed to me that those people who were in Talk Talk, when they clicked on the home page, it was that the, the other forum that was immediately available to them so whichever forum you see first depends on you know how you arrived at talk talk and i'm just going to put those again in the text during the course uh, people who join in the pro client during the course of a show do have the actual luxury of being able to scroll back and see links that i put in earlier in the show and of course you can use t- uh, chat grabber to actually read the text at a later date just go to Google, put tech, uh, chat grabber into Google. When that comes up, you just put the call ID number into it. In the case of this show, that would be 30776. And then you can read all the links and text chat that's gone on during the course of the show. Anyway, uh, the Talk Talk forum that I mainly post on is www.talktalk.co.uk forward slash forums forward slash and I post on that under my old Tiskly name which is DAC which is basically just my initials Dave AC so um, uh, the thing is that when I manage to join the second forum and I'm going to put the link in for that let's do this in some sort of uh, logical order Um, and the URL for that is Talk Talk Members, that's all one word, and it's all small case, talktalkmembers.com 
forward slash forums forward slash uh, um, by the time I joined that they were no longer allowing people to join with a name that was longer than shorter than six characters so I used the same name that I've been using for three or so years now on Torchu, and that is Dave AC. It looks funny by the way my name is written, but it is basically Dave and then AC for my two initials. Um, anyway, let's go through the stats that they've gone through for the month. And I'm going to start with the forum that I post on. That's the .co.uk forum. And how I do this is I read out the uh, stats for last month and this month because that gives us some sort of moving pointer to how healthy the forums are. Uh, well, last month we had uh, 23,800 threads and that is now another 300 threads higher at um, 24,131. The number of posts in the system has gone up from 324,000 to 330,000 and the number of active uh, sorry the number of members is, of the forums has gone from 2126 to 2184 so that's um 38 uh, new members in the one month so you can basically say we're getting one new member per month per day active number of members that's somewhat slightly down this month which is not surprising with all those mince pies and turkeys and all the other distractions of Christmas and New Year. So active last month were 380. Uh, this month that's just gone, December, um, 337. Newest member to the forums is Den. Welcome, Den. And just a couple of birthdays. Yesterday it was Chris's birthday. Happy birthday, Chris. And Rhino will have his birthday on Wednesday. Now the other forums, the uh, Talk Talk Members Forums, the uh, talkfairmembersforums.com they're the larger uh, forums in sheer numbers and you'll see that when I read off some of the stats. The number of topics has gone up from 54,500 to 55,500 the number of posts in the system has gone up from 646,000 to 656,000 and here rather than just 2,000 members plus there are 34,000 members. And in actual fact, the membership, membership has gone up from 34,320 to 34,962. So that's 642 new members within the month. So that's 20 a day joining that one. Remember, only one or two a day joining the other, uh, over 20 a day joining this one. And the active numbers, there are... 2,100, there were 2,138 last month. That's gone up to 2,132. Now, if you could remember the stats I just read out a moment ago, you can see that in the forums, there are as many active members in this forum as there are total members in the smaller, old, Tiskly forums. And the newest member is Janks. So welcome to Janks. So um, that's the basic stuff. <clears throat> I would normally discuss some of the actual forums, but I would only do some of the actual individual topics going on in the forums. But there's only point in doing that if those actual forum members are here in the room and bring 
comments to make. But uh, just before I uh, spend a, a little bit time, more time talking to Jeff, if he's kind enough to wait around a few more minutes, it's just to say that one of the things that I've been exploring, and it's to do with the forums, but it's actually um, one of the um, rather more technical sides of the forum, and I will put a link in to the room again so that if Jeff is interested, he can click on the link and see it. And this is the Fiber Optic Broadband Discussion Forum. Yeah, it's a bit long-winded, I know. Um, but if you um, if you do a search on the forums, I'm sure you'll come across it. So it's Total Members Forums, the Community Forums section, and then the subgroup Fiber Optic Broadband Discussion. And why I'm so interested is that um, they're finally rolling out um, this fiber. Now, it's got, it's an unusual way. It's called, well, let me see if I can get what the acronym stands for. I'll probably mangle it. But it basically is FTTC. <coughs> Excuse me. Let me just mute myself a second. And that is one of the slight hazards of uh, mainly running a show on your own. If you feel as though you have to just take a sip of water, you get dead air. Anyway, we'll try again. It's FTTC, and I think that stands for Fibre to Something Cabinet. <laughs> I don't know what the second T stands for. But basically <laughs> what it is, is um, they don't bring the fibre optic cable right to your house. But here in the UK, certainly, uh, what we have is a system where you have uh, major exchanges that, that probably handle uh, uh, 10,000 addresses. Uh, so I live in a place called Hyde, which is on the outskirts of Manchester. And there's a local exchange. The local exchange is about one and three quarter kilometers from me. That's just about maybe a mile, a mile and a quarter down the road. In fact, that's as the crow flies. So the actual uh, cabling that comes to my house is probably, uh, you know, nearer to one and a half to two miles. But on the estate that I live on, which serves, I suppose, 500 people, there is a cabinet street side, which is the, the final leg of the journey uh, to my house from the Internet. And what they're doing is that uh, it's a two-stage process. Um, the actual... Um, Connection from the ISP to the um, uh, exchange uh, used to be all run by BT. BT is the national carrier in the UK. But what has been happening is that the ISPs, to have more control over that, they've been what's called unbundling their service from the national server. So you have what's called a, a, a local line unbundling. And that allows them to tailor their service hopefully for the better, to their uh, customers. It also keeps down contention ratios and so on. Now, you, ca you can't get fiber until you've had that local loop unbundling. But what is happening is that BT are rolling out fiber to these exchanges. And once the fiber has been to exchanges, it then rolls out further to the actual street side cabinets but not to individual houses. 
unless you're mega rich and can afford quite uh, a hefty monthly premium. Anyway, uh, just before Christmas, I was checking and what they do, and I am relating this to the forum, of course, is there's a lovely, what's called a sticky, that's uh, uh, part of the forums where you can check, and it gives um, a link to a PDF file and so on, and you can see where they're rolling it out. It tells you, um, you know, uh, let me just read what it says here. Um, Current and finished exchanges, 697 exchanges have got fibre to them. Coming soon, another 506 exchanges, and they've got another 248 exchanges to uh, wire up for fibre. So, uh, seven was that nearly 1,500 exchanges. Presumably, that's countrywide, not taking into account Wales and Scotland and so on. And uh, checking that, I found that my local Hyde uh, one has now been enabled. Uh, all I've got to find out now is whether they've enabled it to my nearest cabinet, which is uh, about two to three hundred yards away from my house. And looking at some of the people that have done it, I am absolutely envious. Uh, I don't know... Uh, Maybe Jeff will be able to mention it later. I don't know what his sort of speeds are, but people are getting 30, 35, in one case, 41 megabyte downloads and upload speeds of uh, in excess of one or one and a half megabytes upload. Does seem rather low, rather, to me. I always thought of uploads as being about one-tenth your download speed. But currently I'm getting here just under five megabytes. It sometimes goes up to nearly six late at night when there's not so many people on in my area. But my upload speed is is just under half a megabyte. So um, what they charge, and this is obviously useful for users of Talk Talk listening to this forum, is I believe there is a charge for having the uh, the connection made, but then there is a £10 levy per month. So, so that's 16, $16 or $17 a month extra you pay for the fibre optic premium, um, which of course uh, allows you to have uh, uh, this fast thing. The other thing you've also got to remember though, you can't be on the basic service for this because... Uh, you'll be you'll be on the internet for about three hours a day and have used up your limit, your your fair usage limit. So you need to be on one of the premium packages that has a much higher download. Because obviously it goes without saying, if if you are on a the cheapest package that may have a, a limit of five gigs a month, you only need to uh, make use of what we use in the UK rather a lot, the BBC iPlayer where you can catch up back programs of TV. You only need to catch a, f a few episodes of Doctor Who and Sherlock are top gear, and uh, you'll soon eat into your uh, download limits. Uh, I have here in the, uh, my location, I actually have TV over broadband, and because of that and because of the actual extra services I've got, uh, I, uh, I am on basically unlimited although I think there's still a fair usage policy that applies. Okay, I think that's enough of me talking, but just to say if uh, Fake Jake is listening and if he comes on next week, I'm just going to ask him a little bit more if he knows anything about 
fiber optic because um uh, in fact, I was just going to take the plunge before Christmas, and wouldn't you know it, I, I went out in my car a couple of days before Christmas, and a, an expensive-looking red light came on the dashboard and is refusing to go away. And it's only because it's a bank holiday today that I haven't rung up the garage, but I've got a feeling I need to ring the garage tomorrow, and I've got a feeling that the sort of £100, £150, £100 I could have set aside for upgrading my uh, broadband internet may well be going on my six-and-a-half-year-old car to keep it uh, on the street. So with that, I'm going to not end the recording just yet, but for those people listening who want to find out about the forums, uh, this is sort of the the business end of today's podcast over just to let you know that the next one will be on monday the 6th of february on this talk show find it on google and the talk show id is uh, 30776 you can call in but it's the uh, american number for that so it can be expensive unless you have skype out the number to call of course is a u.s number so on skype out you set it to u.s and then it's 724 444 are you if you have a headset and you have some sort of uh, voice over internet protocol client that's a SIP client that's xlite sj phone or something of that nature blink then you can call in using uh, 123 at 66.212.134.192 so this is dac on the uh talk uh the talk talk.co.uk forums and davis c on the talk talk forum members saying thank you for listening hope you have a lovely new year and uh if you come off the show now uh catch us next week we are going to keep recording until the half hour mark and uh, let me bring jeff back in because he's been so kind and stayed there jeff uh, fiber optic is it being rolled out in the states they do have fiber optic here in certain areas. Uh, usually, usually it's in the larger metropolitan areas. Um, I, I think Dallas, Texas was the first to get it. And uh, the closest to me is Phoenix, which is about oh, an hour and a half drive from where I live. Right. And do you think, it, I mean, is it because of cost? Uh, I mean, I assume they don't roll it out unless they can make money out of it. So is it likely to come anytime soon? Uh, I, I haven't heard anything if it's going to come to my area anytime soon. Uh, eventually, I'm sure it will. Uh, it's just a matter of time and, and uh, rolling it out to uh, the places that want it first and uh, the people that can afford it first. Uh, especially in this uh, economic time, I think it would be difficult to get a widespread rollout to everyone very quickly. What about, I, I live civic, in a, things uh, like, what about civic things like libraries and uh, schools then? Do they get a different treatment? Um, you know, it, it depends on the state over here that you live in. Uh, each state is different in, in how... Uh, they allocate money to different things. And right. uh, I live in Arizona, and I have not heard anything about rolling it out to schools and libraries here uh, anytime soon. Um, Arizona 
education-wise, is not one of the higher spending states for education. So it, it could be quite a while for that. All right. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, there is a commitment. Uh, of course, the, things always happen. That there is an intention stated, uh, and then, as you say, just before it comes to you, there's some sort of um, hatchet job that goes on, uh, and it, it gets pushed, you know, into the future somewhat. I mean, um, uh, I mean, it seems to be taking forever to actually really roll out some real speeds. I mean, when I was doing it, the first primary school, we had 300 board. That's 300 bits, not 300k. I mean, uh, that was using an acoustic coupler with a telephone. Uh, I I remember those days. Uh, I used to live in in Ohio here in the United States, and um, I remember uh, the first broadband speeds that you could get uh, back there. Uh, back in 19, where I lived anyway, in, in 1997. And it, I, as soon as you could order it, I ordered it. It was very expensive. It was over a DSL phone line. And uh, it took me uh, three months before it actually was installed. And uh, it was very expensive. And the speed at that time was only uh, on... Good times was uh, 768 kilobits per second uh, download, uh, which seemed like it was way faster than what you had uh, over 56k modem. Um, but uh, compared to today, it's it's real slow. Yeah, I remember people had in the UK. They had, um, I think they had uh, an IS something. The I can't remember the name, but it was 64k. And you could double that if you had two telephone. If you paid for a second line, and basically what they did is they combined two lines together to give you 128k, and that yeah, was I like that, the, the yeah. ISDN. I think yeah, that's, that's it. what it was. Yeah, ISDN. Yeah, yeah. and uh, then the, the the classification for broadband at that point was I think 128k. Then um, with all the things happening. The, the the official limit was classed as your own broadband if you had half a megabyte download. Um, I mean now even even now uh, you know uh, well as 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 recently as 12 months ago the government was saying you know we want to make sure fast broadband throughout the country, and their definition of fast broadband the lower limit was two megabytes, which seems hmm. I mean to me I mean in France. Uh, I don't know if it's rural France, but in France, I think they can enjoy up to 100 megabyte download. And, and obviously, in, in, in one or two other Scandinavian countries and uh, and in Japan and so on. Um, I, I really do feel as though, um, t- really, I mean, I think the average broadband speed in the UK now is around 5 megabyte download. But that's it's not a mean or a mode, a mode or what we call it. I mean, there's vast variations on that between people are struggling to uh, to, to to download the uh, the BBC site to people are sort of uh, downloading at um, 35, 40 megabytes a second, and uh, it, it does seem a little bit of a, a lottery as to where you live. And of course, um, one of the things that they're talking about here in the UK is that with phones, there's um, 
we've had what's called 3G, but the uh, the latest allocation of phone space when the analog television analog signals will be switching off during 2012. And then they're going to put the spectrum up for sale, which will allow 4G phones. And I was watching a, a program on BBC called Click. It's a marvellous program, Click, where they do technical. Uh, oh, no, I tell the lie. It wasn't Click. It was um, it was the Gadget Show. And they were testing out uh, one of the very first trials of a 4G phone. And this woman, she went out with a laptop into the middle of, you know, uh, Man uh, uh, London one of the, the squares in London, sat down, mm -hmm. and she was getting download speeds through this phone dongle, 87 megabytes a second. Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> of course, the thing is, it's one thing when there's only one on. The thing is, it'd probably be when there's 100 people sharing it, or 1,000 people, it's still only 87 megabytes, but you're all sharing it. But yeah, I mean... Uh, it can never come too fast, uh, but they are talking about in actual rural areas, uh, 4G may be the solution. But of course, phones are so, so dear. Um, I mean, that's why I think uh, so many of the people that I know that have um, uh, iPhones and iPads, you know, uh, it shows you how dear it is because it's cheaper to go to Starbucks and buy a very expensive coffee simply because that's the cheapest way of getting on the internet. So you're paying your, <laughs> your six you're you're paying six dollars for your coffee and getting half an hour download at the same time. So I don't know. But it's something I I, I really want to do. I, I've noticed a couple of times that um especially when I've been doing some work on uh on Torchue and doing training, um I'm really chopping out a little bit. Not on my download speed but when I'm uploading information to people, and um, of course uh, it's a question of it, it only needs to dip 30-40k on, on on what you're topping out at, and suddenly the audio can come choppy. And this is, of course, I'm not talking about when I'm just doing audio. That's when I'm sharing my screen, so we've got video and audio going at once, and and you do have a feeling that it's a rather, um, you know. It's hard enough watching a video when you can hear the audio clearly. When you're scrabbling to understand some of the audio, then mm -hmm. that doesn't help. Okay. Yeah, well, I have the same problem as you. Uh, I, I don't know why they've had the upload speeds lagging. Uh, I, that's almost as important as the download speed many times. Well, that's it. I mean, it's. Uh, I know the reason, as you probably do too, it's... It's called unsynchronous. It, it isn't supposed to be the same, but uh, what was surprising to me hearing about the people who have gone into fiber optic, I would imagine if your download speed is 30 megabytes a second, you should be able to have about 3 megabytes a second upload. Uh, the other thing is, uh, as you will know, uh, maybe some of the listeners to this thing, and I, I will end the recording in a moment. We can talk a little longer if you wish after that, but... Um, is that when I upload my Dave ACV blog, um, the actual, although for people to download it and listen to, watch it later, it isn't a big file. I actually have to upload it in Windows Media format. So a 20-minute video might actually be four or five or 600 megs. 
Of course, that then scrunches it so that when people are actually watching my video, it's only about a tenth of that. It's down to about 70 mm -hmm. or 80 megs. And maybe on the, maybe if they, they watch it in the highest quality setting, it's about 100 meg. But the point is, it can take me 80 minutes to upload a 20-minute video. Yeah, isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's, it's not as bad as it used to be on blip.tv because uh, before I used to actually have to uh, recode it to um, QuickTime format. I had to uh, encode it to Flash and I had to encode it to um, another one. I can't remember what the third one was. Uh, MPEG-4. So there was like a, a low quality, a medium quality and a high quality one. But now they've taken over that and they, they do that for me. But even so, it's... Um, and the other thing is my webcam now has the capability to record and I could do it in, in full 1080p. At the moment, I do it at 720p. But if I did that, it would be um, um, one, uh, uh, one gigabyte upload for a 20 minute, which would mean I'd be waiting, you know, 100 minutes, two hours to upload it. Okay, what I'm going to do, Jeff, is I'm just going to end the recording. Uh, I can stick around a little bit longer, but uh, for the sake of those people who've come to listen to uh, me talk about the forum, let me end the recording. So thank you, everybody. And again, Happy New Year. And I'll just play us out with the plum ending.